Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm Audra. We are Sorry Right Number. It's episode nine. Um, Tales from the Dark Side. Tales from the Dark Side. The Word Processor of the Gods. This episode came out. What the actual fuck did I just say, Richard <laughs> Carey? <laughs> we have we have people in the background. They were told to keep it quiet. I didn't think I'd have to get my belt, but apparently I do. <laughs> um, this episode came out November twenty fifth, nineteen eighty four, and it's based on a Stephen King short story. Yeah. So I'll get into the synopsis, and then we'll we'll break it down. Struggling writer Richard Hang Hangstorm receives an upgraded computer from his computer whiz nephew, Jonathan Wright, before Jonathan dies in a car accident. Thanks to Jonathan, this word processor has the power to grant any wish that Richard desires. Now I remember this I remember this vividly as a kid, this particular episode. It uh and uh like the actor Bruce Davidson at the time he was on a few sitcoms uh, yeah but he's gone on to be a, a film star oh he's yeah he's done he's, a ton of well, like like take a drink if we bring this up because we do it all almost every episode but okay. we talk about the character actors yeah but um yeah almost everybody we've come across eventually goes into movies but I remember him in particular from um, like shows that my mom would watch, like Love Story mm -hmm. and um, The Waltons. I remember yeah, The oh Waltons. God. Remember that show? I didn't watch it much, but yeah. Good night, John Boy. My Good mom night, watched John it. Boy. And Police Woman. Yeah, Police Woman. I, so I remember he just a, he was a familiar face. He to was me. always the handsome male, like you know, yeah, somebody that was involved the nice guy yeah so um basically this episode it was like uh it's a common thread in some of these stories and we had something similar to this with um um but i forget the name of it but the guy who kind of made a deal with the devil and uh -huh. he had to kill he had to, someone killed his wife and he's back yeah. at better Pain, painkiller. That's what it was. Yeah, it's it's a lot of. Uh, it's that similar thing. He has his family. He's a decent guy. He wants to, yeah. Well, and his brother, and his brother's family have been killed in a car accident, which the nephew's the one that built the computer. Right. And the brother married the woman that he had dated in high school and was in, still in still love, in love with. with. And she died too, and so here he is. And it's like his wife's a freaking well, over-the-top shrew. Okay, so we're, we're going to... Uh, yeah, his family yeah. is shit. His mm -hmm. wife is awful. His son is awful. His brother, who was a shitty person and probably deserved this family, had the exact opposite. His brother was an awful drunk, and he still... He, had, he loved his brother's wife and their son. He wishes that was his son. And he was wished he was married to his brother's wife. Um, so it was like the, uh, when they died in a car accident, he inherited it. His, his, uh, it's almost like his. It's almost like his uh, nephew 
had a premonition and made this possible so he could come right. back as him, as his son. And the, the computer, he made him this word processor and it was really hysterical. They like went over the top to make it look homemade. I mean, the, the monitor is in a wooden crate. crate. Yeah, you know what's like, funny? My uncle, who's a computer guy back then, back in the day, he had, to, he had done the same thing. So when I remember when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, that was a thing. Oh, okay. Because he had done it too. And he had made his, you know, his computer. But, um, yeah, it was kind of, um, you know, it was okay. It was... It, yeah. Whatever he types on the computer and then he hits this giant red delete key, yeah. it happens. So it's kind of a monkey's paw. Exactly. Meets, yeah. Yeah, so at first it's just little things like a cup. And he writes it out of existence and writes it back. And then he writes his son out. His son's a real piece of shit. He just plays guitar loud. It doesn't help. It's just, you know. Yells at him. Yells at him. And he's just a real, this guy would be, nowadays be compared to like a cuck. He's just very deep, deep-balled. Yeah, know. the wife's a, a belittling, em, emasculating shrew. Yeah. Which is a common theme in a lot of these episodes. Well, if they have to do, if they, well, they do the same thing with the men. If the guy's really bad, he's over the top. Huh. They yeah. have to like, they gotta sell it. Yeah, you know, they have twenty-two, 22 they have minutes. 22 minutes. <laughs> we gotta make sure you do not like this person. So yeah, they, it's just like they, you know, they just jump right in, and you know, she's bad. She she's doing everything except like you know, if she had a mustache, she'd be twirling it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But um, so he first he gets rid of his son. And it's kind of good riddance. And then the wife comes home, and she's none the wiser, as far as she knows. They don't have they a don't son. They don't have a son, yeah. And then he writes her out. And then he starts, he realizes that every time he uses it, it, like, starts, to, he starts, like, uh, putting in commands, and it's starting to overload, overheat. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, trying to get everything in. He's, like, um, oh, the guy who delivered it to him was their neighbor. And mm-hmm. he was really broken up about... The wife and the son, not so much the the, the, the you know his brother, and uh, but he was like talking about how he missed them, and but he kind of knew because he's kind of giving him that that warning, you know, be careful, be which, careful what you wish for. Yeah, that kind of a that talk, but then he he basically just brings back his brother's wife and her and her her son as his wife and. His son and all his and burns the computer up doing it. Yeah, but it was that was the whole point. And it's like I, I you know, because I mean, it was it was obvious because the the neighbor guy that brought it kind of laid out that he he kind of got that he knew, and the 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 nephew knew. I mean, mm-hmm. this is what they wanted. It's like he like it's like he knew he was gonna die, and this is the way to correct what should have happened is he married you know the wrong you know woman. you need a terabyte of hard drive if you're going to change reality <laughs> yeah well again i like like uh the mookie and pookie story oh god that was awful too i like that one they thought you know well then again this is this is supposed to be a magical computer but right and in 1984 computers were magic yeah so you know <laughs> but uh you know so that's the story in a nutshell. It was not. It was okay. It was just a quick watch. It wasn't. I, mean, I wasn't. I didn't like. I wasn't like upset with it or thought. No, it was I wasn't angry about this episode. Um, it. 
it had that Stephen King. I mean, we're both Stephen King fans. Mm-hmm. Huge Stephen King fans. So I think the reason that it was redeeming is because it had that sense of Stephen King. Like, I wouldn't call this eerie or scary, oh, but it even. had that psychological aspect of right. this could go really bad. Yeah. You know. But it didn't. It had a happy ending. Yeah, it did. It was like a. It was one of the. Yeah, very non horror. Yeah. But steeped in supernatural. Yeah. Um, since it was, uh, like I said earlier, it was. Uh, this episode came out November 25th, 1984. You want to hear what. Uh, these are the top movies that were out that week. Mm hmm. Um, <laughs> Caligula. I was not allowed to watch that back then. Oh, no. Yeah, because they had two cuts. I know. They had a rated R cut. I wasn't even allowed to watch the rated R cut. I I snuck and watched the rated R cut. I owned the rated X cut. The three, uh, two hour. It's pretty. It's soft core now, but. (laughs) Oh, no, there's money shots. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, it was done by the owner of Penthouse. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, he had two cuts one could be in theaters and one that couldn't be. Um,. Another one, um, Perfect Strangers. Oh, God. Uh, it's a movie, not the show. Yeah. Oh, by Larry Cohen. Um, and the big one that week, Beverly Hills Cop. Mm. Launched, yeah. Yeah. launched Eddie's film career. Well, actually, 48 Hours did. Oh, true. This is, uh, this is, uh, this is what this secured This is the beginning it. of the, yeah, riding the wave of that, of that, you know, this run in the 80s as the, there actually, I was reading, there is a, in pre-production with no, like, tr- sure when it's released, but they are working on a Beverly Hills Cop. They are, and it's most likely going to be a streaming thing, like, the, uh, they just finished Coming to America, mm-hmm. the second one, mm-hmm. um, which, movies that are that removed from the original, we're talking mm-hmm. over 20 years. They generally aren't great. No. And the nail in the coffin for me, I'm still going to watch it, mm-hmm. but the nail in the coffin for me is that when you have a, fran- a movie you want to franchise, you stay within the parameters. You know, the first one was rated R, and it needed to be, especially for some of the humor. Mm-hmm. The second one, this one that's coming out December 2nd on Amazon, because Amazon acquired it, comes out, uh, it's PG-13. Now, I don't Eddie know Murphy you... is not PG thirteen. Well, he he can be. Well, right. He and did he the, has done he did it. the fart movies. Yeah, yeah he's done. He's done PG thirteen. He's done G even or I know. PG. But but they're properties that were meant to be that. Mm-hmm. It's like Harlem Nights. That's a very hard R comedy. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that being PG thirteen? You could, you'd have to cut out half the movie, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm assuming we're gonna get a watered down version. It's not gonna be as good as something that was twenty years ago. That's gonna thirty years ago. Yeah, thirty years ago. Yeah. And and to think, okay, thirty years ago, what would have been considered an R rating by today's standards is not an R rating. Yes and no. In so, a lot of ways. I mean, the swearing. Oh, no, no, no. The swearing, the nudity. Yeah, no. You know. uh, the swearing for sure. Um, back then, though, you could even get PG movies that had light nudity in them. Right. You're not going to get that now. 
But you can't get a PG-13 with fuck in it. I mean, it right. has, you, they're allowed one. I and think. and the the violence will be toned down. It will be less bloody. But it, the violent situations will still occur. It just won't be as bloody. Mm-hmm. Whereas back then, the violence and the blood were like kind of dialed well, back. Well, that's kind of why... PG-13. Um, that's kind of why... I don't know if you remember uh, Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why there's a scenes, you know, a lot of scenes when he kills like the the, the deadites, their blood's like yellow and yeah, bright right. green. Because if it was red, then he'd it get an X ray. It was yeah. ridiculous. But um, enough about that. Uh, one more thing before we go. Uh, number one song uh, that week. Three. Oh, I'll give no. you the top ten. <laughs> uh, wham! Wake me up before oh, you go go. Yep. Uh, Purple Rain mm-hmm. uh, from Prince, Shaka Khan, I Feel For You, mm-hmm. Daryl Hall and John Oates, Out of Touch, Tina Turner, Better Be Good To Me, Billy Ocean, Caribbean Queen, Sheena Easton, Strut, Cindy Lauper, All Through the Night, Lionel Richie, Penny Lover, and Stevie Wonder, I Just Called to Say I Love You. Oh yeah, all classics. Yeah, all all bangers for 1984 uh so that's uh that that was this is our episode for uh word word processor processor of of the the gods gods. so we'll see you next week with um let's see episode 10 episode 10 which will be the case of the stubborns the case of the stubborns we'll see you then folks shoots